This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what is going on? Really not much. Uh, I wish there was, you know, my, my life the past couple podcasts has been as exciting as the Bengals uh, currently right now. There's nothing really going on. April's a boring month. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. Wow, with you. that's rude. Is Nothing's going on right now. My birthday's Sunday. <laughs> what a boring month. Happy Eastern birthday. It never happened before. That's the big thing that I have to keep thinking about. I'm like, why does Easter change? How are we, you know, so certain on when Christmas is, but then Easter, we're like, yeah, sometime March to April. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always kind of put Easter's on the calendar. When we have Easter, I know the NFL draft is right around the corner. And that's where we're at. Three weeks from tonight, we are going to talk about the 28th pick. And I'm really, really excited about it. We'll have a couple more guests in the month of April. But I want to go to the running room the running back room a little Zach Taylor this offense you know what what we've seen from Zach Taylor over the last couple years and some of the conversations I hear is Zach Taylor doesn't like to run the ball of course when you have weapons like Jamar Chase T Higgins Tyler Boyd you know even Joe Mixon is uh, I, I like watching him catch some passes out there but what do you think about that when you hear that with Zach Taylor in this offense I mean does he really does he really not like to run the ball he has a star quarterback. None of these guys like to run the ball. Mahomes, the Chiefs, the Bills with Allen, unless they're part of the run game like Hertz and Lamar, like those they run the ball of course because some of the biggest value they get is from their quarterbacks running the ball. But when you think of like the guys who throw the ball at an elite level, most of them don't really run the ball like a ton. The guys who are running the ball are Jimmy G and the 49ers. It's it's a lot of the guys a little lower down on the totem pole. And he does run the ball 40%, what, 40% of the time or so running the ball. And they're very efficient. The main issue that they have had with running the ball has been no explosive plays. They can churn out five yard gains all the time. What they're missing is just making that guy miss, making a couple guys miss, and going boom. 30, 40, 50 yards, 20 yards, 15 yards. The They were, I think, I'll just say one of the worst at creating explosive plays in the run game. And yet, after week five, when they changed the scheme to be more uh, power, gap, shotgun, everything shotgun, they were the third most efficient running attack. It usually doesn't add up. Usually, you know, you're getting an efficient running attack because two yards here, two yards here, boom, there he goes for 40 something like that. Think of like Adrian Peterson, but the Bengals, it's funny that we have all these concerns about their run game from last year. Like that run game wasn't good enough by most statistics. It was in the top five, most efficient run games in the league. So when you hear, Hey, Zach Taylor's a quarterback, he's a former quarterback. He was a former quarterback coach. Of course you have Joe Burrow and you, you, you want to throw the ball up. You really don't believe that theory that, Hey, 
Zach Taylor's like, nah, let's let's avoid running the ball. Let's just throw to our wide receivers. Because me personally, you look at some of their games last year, you would have loved if they could just balance out the offense a little bit and uh, give Joe Burrow a break if he, they could run the ball a couple of times. And it just, it really wasn't working for them. I'm not putting that all on Joe Mixon or anything like that, but I don't believe that either. I, I think that Zach Taylor, if, if they can balance out this offense, and that's going to be the biggest thing going into the 2023 season, we still don't know what, the running back room is going to look like if they get a rookie out there, if they get another guy who they pick up after the NFL draft from another team, if he gets released. Um, I, I just, I think it just depends on the production that you're seeing. And I really don't blame him. If it's not out there on the ground, then, then yeah, you're Joe's going to pass the ball more. Yeah. The Zach Taylor was a quarterback. A lot of coaches were Doug Peterson was a quarterback. Uh, think of John, Har well, John Harbaugh wasn't, but Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback and he ran the ball. Think of Colin Kaepernick. You you know your personnel. KYP is just, you know your personnel. We are better at throwing the ball. That is why the Bengals draft Joe Burrow. They draft Jamar Chase. They draft T. Higgins. They re-sign Tyler Boyd. They're looking for receiving tight ends. All of this is leaning. What is really important is that we scare the pants off of people when we drop back to pass. And then running the ball is the secondary part of that. They want to be physical. They want to be, they're big up front. They want big physical up front and be able to run the ball, but it's just their personnel is why they're doing this. I mean, Andy Reed was a former offensive lineman. What's the stereotype with those guys run the ball, run power, run all these other things. He throws the ball more than anybody. I think, I think that that conversation is a little out there for me. And what Sean McDermott, he was, uh, he was a defensive guy. Defensive guys run the ball, control the clock. Think Mike Zimmer when he was in Minnesota. He throws the ball too. He throws the ball a ton with the Bills. So many so – I don't see that as a whole thing. I think it's just good coaching. What are the Bengals best at? If you just looked at their roster, what would you do? I would throw the ball. I would not take it out of Joe Burrow's hand. Yeah, right? I'm letting him draft back as much as he can. Uh, running the ball is obviously important, and I think it's super important. It's still 40% of your plays. It's just – when you're thinking of that breakdown, yeah, Joe Burrow should throw the ball 60% of the time. Uh, that's that's my whole thoughts on this matter. I, I think the running the ball is important. I think they can get more explosive. They were efficient. I think the offense is good. And they have, they've already got upgrades up front. I think this is going to be a better offensive unit than last year. It is on paper. So let's see how it goes. A lot of that a little bit depending on the right tackle. But we'll see. And... I keep thinking the betting favorite for pick 28 is more help on that side of the ball. So I'm going to stick with that before we get to what the ideal running back would really look like for this offense going into 2023 and, and Joe Burrow's next season here. When you think of the offensive line pieces right now in Orlando Brown, and we've talked plenty about Orlando Brown when he was signed here, how do you feel like he's going to help with the run game? He moves guys. A lot of offensive line play at the NFL level is trying to get advantageous stalemates. It's getting in a good position, but you're not really moving that guy. You're sealing him off. You're creating a lane. But what Orlando Brown can do is because he's so big and strong in length and power is that he can actually move guys. He could actually one-on-one -on -one just take a guy and ride him four yards and create a run lane where there shouldn't be one. So that's what really is going to help. And with all this vertical movement in the run game, they want to push guys vertically that's a lot of help and it's going to help out the left guard Cordell Wilson too. Jonah for all he has good traits. 
he's not overly powerful. I know it's it's almost weird to say that in this world of Twitter that Jonah has good traits, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he all of his good traits. He doesn't have a ton of power. That's always been his issue. Not a lot of power to move guys, and not a lot of strength to take on bull rushes. So he wasn't really killing guys on the left side of there like Law Collins and Alex Kappa were able to do on the right side. Orlando Brown going to be able to do that. So that's going to help out Cordell Wilson when they run double teams or in combo blocks. Orlando Brown's going to knock the socks off that guy. And it's just it's going to help everything on that side. The right side is still a big question, but I think the run game improves because you got a guy that is now a true butt kicker at left tackle. I always think back. It's just it's always stuck with me because when you watch, this is what you see is guys just fighting for position. We want to define the read for the running back as a lot of uh, coach is a lot of coach offensive line coaches saying, and that means turn seal, show him where to go. And we're not killing guys and moving them 15 yards, but they have a guy that can do that type of stuff now. So that is the big change there. Yeah. I think that's something to feel optimistic about when you think about this offensive line, obviously protecting Joe Burrow, but the run game too. And you look at the running back room, it's obviously been a very hot topic of discussion right now. Some people wonder, well, if, you know, the Bengals are moving on from Jim Mixon. When did they cut them yet? Are they going to wait till after the draft? What's going to happen? But what would be the ideal running back for this offense next year? It would be a guy that can excel in all three phases of being a running back, right? Running the ball, of course. You want more explosion, too, from what they've had. And I think Joe Mixon can give you more explosion next year. I have been saying pretty much all year and last mm-hmm. year, Joe Mixon was playing a lot of that season hurt. Uh, it, to me, I think you could read the tea leaves there. His ankle was hurt weeks one through four, and then he battled injuries the rest of the time, too. He was in and out. Samaje Piran was the main guy. And Samaje Piran just doesn't really have the juice as for everything he does well. So you want a guy that can run the ball well and create explosive plays that way. And to do that, I mean, make the safety miss. It's just something they didn't do. When when you have six-man blocking services like the Bengals like to run because they're, they're spread out. Tyler Boyd's out there in the slot. He's not tight you know, trying to dig a guy out on the slot. Like the Rams will have Cooper Cup block defensive ends sometimes, and it works because he's a freak. Uh, Tyler Boyd, a freak in his own right, but more at receiving the ball. <laughs> so you kick him out a little bit, and he can block. I'm not saying he can't block, but they like to be spread out. The same with Burrow. He loves being spread out. So you have six guys up front to block. That typically will get your four down linemen or five, depending on whatever front they're in. But your four down linemen and your two linebackers blocked, right? You might get some double teams in there. We're not going to get into the scheme. Just you're going to get those six guys blocked. There's a safety on the play side that's going to be open pretty much every time. You could crack down and get them, but they like to be very narrow with their run game right now in the shotgun. They like to go straight ahead. Like I said, vertical movement. So you're running right at that safety. So many plays last year where you're one-on-one with the safety. If you make him miss, you get 30 yards if you get caught from behind, maybe even longer. And instead they get tackled for eight yards, nine yards. Maybe they plow into them and really deliver some punishment and push for it. And I love that. Ten yards. They're just not hitting the 15-yard explosive plays, the 20-yard explosive plays. Uh, Maybe you consider 10-yard gain an explosive play. I don't really. I think it starts at 15 for a run game and 20 for pass. Uh, So that's, I think, what's, what's missing in the run department. Man, that's the long-winded way to say they need that in the run game. But then you look at the pass game. They have to receive because this 
offense, as we just talked about, throws the ball a lot. 60% of the time, they're going to throw the ball. So you need a running back that can receive. You also need a running back that can block a little bit as a pass protector. This is ideally. Usually you can't find all three of these things, and that's why Bijan Robinson is such an awesome pick because he can do all three. Uh, but he won't be there. So it's not really worth discussing too much. But yeah, you want a guy that can pass protect, he can receive, and he can run the ball. And on that rece- on receiving, you want a guy that can catch a check down, make a guy miss, and get an explosive play. Another thing they were missing, because they're playing so far back to defending against Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and all these deep threats, is that you're going to get that ball in space with a, one guy to beat, and you can gain 15 yards. You can gain 20 yards if you beat that guy, and they just weren't really doing it. So they need a guy with a little bit more juice, and that could be Joe Mixon. But Joe Mixon's issue has always been pass protection, and it's not the physical part. It's just the mental part of the pass protection. He gets himself in the right spot, and yes, he loses sometimes. Everybody loses in pass protection. I mean, they're running backs. But he typically gets himself in the right spot, and he's physical and tries to deliver hits. But it's just the mental side of that. He doesn't always find the right guy. He picks up the wrong guy. He lets Burrow get hit for on a free rush. And I don't know if that improves. It's really hard to say if that improves because we are so far into Joe Mixon's career and it hasn't. So that's that's the whole ideal running back might not be Joe Mixon right now, despite maybe he's a little bit more explosive next year when he's fresh. Maybe he's a good receiver. He's a heck of a receiver. So he fits two of these areas. And that might be all you can get. And that's why I'm fine with bringing Joe Mixon as your running back next year and you know maybe go day three guy for the other spot. Or maybe it's just Mixon Zeke, and I'm okay with that. You're going to miss out on some explosion maybe, but I, I am a believer that Joe Mixon can give you more explosion than he did last year. I know he's older. I just – I really think the injury caused a lot of it. There were – you know, when, when the reports were happening out of Los Angeles for the Chargers, the Austin Eckler stuff and, and him wanting to be in the trade conversation, and I would tell Bengals fans, I'm like, he wants to get paid. There, there are people complaining already that Joe Mixon is making way too much money going into the season. That's not going to work. The Bengals, they're not going to go give him a multi-year contract his, for him to be traded here. His reason for being traded was, I'm worth more than what they're paying me. <laughs> it wasn't, I hate Justin Herbert. I love Joe Burrow. No, <laughs> Which is no. maybe what Twitter was thinking, because that's all they talk about with the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Los Angeles Chargers, Bengals rivalry that the players don't know about. Yeah, I mean, there's just the running back, like you said, if someone told me it's going to be Joe Mixon, Zeke, okay, all right. I would feel comfortable if they still had a rookie running back. And I'm not saying it has to be a running back at 28. If it's in the second or third round, you do have to think about the future because the chances of Joe Mixon and Zeke being there the following year, probably zero. And I would like to have another rookie running back that that's a part of this offense. And it wouldn't be such a growing pain going from um, a different running a running back going into the 2024 season. So, you know, there's there's some questions that they have to answer. And I, I we've said it plenty of times. I'm totally fine if Joe Mixon is your RB1 and you have a rookie out there, too. Uh, we just don't know what that's going to look like. And I think that's a huge reason why things have really just stayed the same with Joe Mixon. Um, because they don't know. The the Bengals front office doesn't know at the moment. And um, yeah, I'm okay with it. But I, I think that's just a really good breakdown of, you know, what you really need to see with this offense and kind of balancing out the offense. And no, Zach Taylor, he he will run the ball if he can. I mean, there's that that whole that whole thing was uh, a little silly to me. And I think that if you can just get a balanced offense, it's going to help your offensive line. It's going to help Joe Burrow and it's going to help everybody um, on both sides of the ball. So uh, that's something to look forward to. Mailbag questions are next. So I really appreciate everybody following along. Make sure you're following on Twitter. Bengals underscore Sands. You can get me at LNDS Patterson. We'll get to those next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.